Welcome to Energy is Currency podcast hosted by myself, Alexis Williams, MBA business consultant, hair loss practitioner, um, 250 hour yogi. I am your official person in need. What you need me to do, baby? I got you. So welcome back to my podcast. It has been so dope creating a new environment to talk about business and to encourage people and to connect with so many of my favorite entrepreneurs, right? And I just want to invite you in. Come on in, get settled, check your breathing, are you taking deep inhales, deep exhales, let it go, clear your mind, let's get into this energy, okay? So I just have two things I want to talk to you about today. One is personal, one is professional. So cool. We're just gonna deal, we're gonna be frank. Cool. So the first thing, like I said, is personal. I wanna talk to you guys about your fears and how our fears have such an impact on us as people, as whatever title you wanna use, whether it's a mother, father, sister, brother, you know, CEO, accountant, administrative assistant, whoever you are. There's a lot of fear attached to a lot of the things that we do. And sometimes fear can be so paralyzing. One of my favorite people calls it um, analysis paralysis, where you are going over a thought so much and going over your fear so much and you're in your head thinking so deep, so hard, that it freezes you from in It freezes you out of action. It stops you in your tracks. You are paralyzed by your thoughts alone, right? So this is how you get through that. It's a really simple recipe. I think Nike may have uh, been giving us hints on what to do. The only way to move through your fears is to do it. Do whatever it is that you're scared of. Do whatever it is that you're fearful of or nervous about or uncomfortable with. If it is in your line or your eyesight for growth, if it's in your path to help you develop in a specific way, do it. For goodness sakes, do it. Stop pussyfooting. Stop coming up with other things to do instead. I know I talked about having a process. Don't use your process to supplement your fear. Use your process to work through and build creativity, to obliterate, to, to kill your fear, to obliterate it to smithereens, right? <laughs> Um, but my goal is this, use your body and your life to help dispel your fears and your myths. Use your experiences to help bust those thoughts of you can't do it. Well, I've done other things. Use your community, your support system to, to help dispel your fears. You know what? My friends did it and they didn't die. You know, I've seen other people do this and they didn't die. I've seen this person start a business and that didn't kill them, you know? So allow some of the resources and examples within yourself and around you to help you dispel that thought process. And then you have to really, you have to get honest with yourself. We're all winning at something in life. There's a book called How to Go Unfuck Yourself. Pardon my language, I didn't write the book. But it's called How to Go and Fuck Yourself. And it's a really just fun, powerful, easy book, right? And in one of the chapters, it highlights this conversation of we're all winning at something. 
We're all winning at something. Whether it is, I mean, naturally, if you wake up, you won at waking up. I didn't, because I, a lot of people didn't. Catch that. If you won at waking up, you have to understand that some people did not. Moving on. So, the things that we're winning at are the things we'll continue doing. So, if you're constantly winning at being a victim, being scared into inaction, um, if you're winning at not accomplishing your goals, if you're winning at mediocrity, if you are winning at mediocrity, you have to decide, do I want to win at more? Do I want to win at a different level than what I've already won at? Do I want to move at a more refined level than what I was moving at? Do I want to experience more peace, more freedom, more financial stability than what I was doing before? Because whatever you want to win at more is what you're going to work towards. But if you're winning at the basics and all you want to win at is at the basics, then okay, cool. You got it, champ. But if you want more out of life, you gotta, if you want more out of life, if you want more out of life, you gotta do the work. This circles back to my Nike speech. You just do it. Do the things that need to be done. Clean the house, do the laundry, write the papers, turn in the papers on time. I Listen, procrastination is a demon on my shoulders. I get it. Then that's because I win even when I procrastinate. I still get it done and I put very little effort into it. I'm winning at that level of development. Now, what I would like to do is win at being proactive. When at being so set up and ready for myself that when the opportunity falls in my lap, that's all that needs to happen. It just needs to fall in my lap because everything else is ready. That's what I want to win at. So what do I need to do? Move differently. Do differently. I need to wake up earlier. I need to continue reading more books. Fill my mind with knowledge, resources, words, articulation for the experience I'm trying to create. I need to eat right, I need to drink water, I need to exercise, I need to do those things that have me functioning at 100% before I bring pen to paper. Because that's how I went. I need to do the things, the extra step. I need to check the font to make sure they're consistent with the things I'm writing. I need to make sure that the edits are out on time, that I'm delegating responsibilities. That's how you win at the level you wanna be at, is by doing all the things. Now, it may take time. For sure, anything and everything worth happening is gonna ha is gonna take some time, flat out. I'm not selling you an overnight dream. That's not how I roll. But I can guarantee you that if you do the work, you take your time doing the work, you keep refining your process, you learn from your mistakes, you learn from your peers, you continue investing into yourself and your business, you'll get whatever it is that you want. You will win at your desires. You just have to decide what you want to win at more. Because I'm not going to lie, some days I want to win at waking up at 5 a.m. and hitting the ground running and being the best entrepreneur ever, right? And I do. I win at those things. I'm a champion there. And also, there are days when I, I just want to lay out. I want to win at sleeping till 10 a.m. <laughs> I want to win at snuggling for an extra hour with my cat and watching cartoons or documentaries. I want to win at nothing today. And that's okay. Allow yourself the duality of winning by pushing 
and waiting by receiving. It's okay. All I'm trying to tell you to do is to do that shit. That's it. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. So now that that has been taken off my chest, feel so much better. The accountability from me needing to say it to you has happened. Boom. I'm straight with God. The next thing I want to talk to you about is some ideas to keep in mind when building your business or when thinking about like your products and services and whatnot, right? <clears throat> because I'm going to be honest with you. The wheel has already been invented. Um, the type of innovation that will feel innovative to us is not on our radar yet. So with all that being said, There are plenty of examples and competitors and opportunities and experiences for you to draw in to help you establish the type of business or lifestyle that you're looking for. Now, specifically in business, I'm going to talk about market positioning. And we got to break that down a little bit. First, what is the market, right? So, I know people hear marketing, marketing, marketing all the time. The majority of my degrees are marketing. So very familiar with the phrase. But the phrase itself has such an evolution. Literally, the marketplace used to be the literal plot of land where all of the farmers and producers and sellers would come and sell their goods all in one place. You have seen this in every historical movie, storybook, anything, where you see a general group of people. Okay, I would even say think Aladdin and the marketplace where he would come in and steal the fruits and the veggies and the, the jewels and stuff and run off. It was so cute. It was such a cute marketplace. I would even say, think about um, Madam C.J. Walker's television show on, that, on Netflix, which I was a little offended by because they did pop up Amy Malone, which is a Satan's entrepreneur philanthropist. But at least I got my plug in. Um, <laughs> Think about the marketplace that Madam C.J. Walker was in. It was a little just physical place where everybody came to sell their goods. And she would bring her tins of product and she would just yell out into the marketplace and draw attention to herself. And have people come to her, hey, you know, I'll give you this, I'll give it to you for that. The haggling experience took place, the selling experience took place all in the market. 200 years later, 100 plus years later, eons later, our marketplace is digital. Your marketplace can be on your phone. It can be from your laptop. It can be anywhere. The marketplace now is a place where you and your competitors are all coming to find your consumers. Now, we're past the days of just being able to outshout one another. <laughs> And considerable resources and opportunities have been created to build the marketing experience that help people, help businesses expand their reach, expand their visibility, expand the sound of their voice, right? What are you doing to make your voice heard in the marketplace? What are you doing to draw attention to your products and services? One post on social media a month is not enough. One Facebook post is not enough. One marketing event is not enough. Because guess what? We're dealing with a marketplace that has 
millions, billions of people in it. Everybody can't reach you with just one post. So, I say all of that to say, build your marketing around where you fit inside of the marketplace. Because like I said, the dynamics have shifted. You have major conglomerates that buy up thousands of hours of media time and have a considerable financial media reach to get their products and services known to masses. So you have to figure out what you're doing and where you're going, right? But there's an, another way to look at this. Now we're talking about market positioning. Where do you fit in the market? Because if you don't know where you fit, you don't know what kind of voice you need to have. You don't know what kind of audience reach you need to create. If you don't know where you're going to fit or where you want to fit, how will you fit? Okay? So, we break down market positioning into a few different ways, right? <clears throat> you have your low-cost providers, think Walmart. You have your high-cost providers, think uh, Louis Vuitton. Then you have your um, your value-based sellers. So these are the ones that's gonna try to match you a nice price with a nice experience. Think your Nordstrom, maybe Nordstrom Rack, okay? And then you have your highest value, your highest experience, your super amplified volume experience. Those, that's when you get back up to your Louis Vuitton, your Fendi, your Gucci, your, the value associated with these products. I would even think like diamond jewelers, um, expensive car dealers, your Mercedes, your, your, um, whatever. Listen, you pick whatever label you think you fit in there, right? Okay, cool. So, now you have to figure out who do I market myself Similarly to, I'm gonna be frank. I don't do any of my business like Walmart. I'm not here to give you the lowest prices. I'm not here to give you the cheapest customer service. I'm not here to give you so many options and disarray that you may not know, you may not come out with what you want, right? That's not how I move. So I wanna put myself in the same category as like a Walmart. In the same breath. <laughs> I am not yet charging the services or experiences that you're getting at Mercedes-Benz. I'm not, or at, or at a diamond jeweler. I'm not, and that's okay. I'm honest, I'm transparent for a reason. <laughs> so my price point and my market positioning fall somewhere in between where I'm giving you the best price I can for the best experience that I can. Nine times out of 10, a lot of people are looking for that. And this is an assumption, do your own research. I know this is what my customer base is looking for because I've spent years Researching what my customers want. Researching the salons around me and the businesses around me that offer similar products and services. I've used my degree to help me understand my market positioning. So this is me giving you free game to help you start getting that wheel turning of where you want to be in your market. And this can be in the beauty industry, automotive, diamonds, jewelry, champagne. You can do whatever you want, right? Because in every product or service, okay, let's take champagne. One of my favorite, hmm, champagne makes me happy, clearly. Just the, the cork sound, <laughs> it gets fizzy, okay? So, <laughs> so 
You think about the expensive champagnes. You think about my my my, my spirit father, Jay-Z, and how he has helped redefine the champagne industry. So Jay-Z, as you know, if you've been following him for as long as I have, my boy used to talk about Ace of Spades all the No, my boy used to talk about Crystal all the time. You know, puffles in a boat, you know, spilling long. I was on my speedboat, you know. Chris, Crystal on my speedboat, right? That was from one of his old songs, whatever. But anyway, the point was for a while he endorsed Crystal. And Crystal is a very old champagne brand. It's an old wine brand, it's an old liquor brand, whatever. They weren't comfortable with their new audience of rich black men who were drinking their champagne, drinking their products without the company's approval, right? But the money had been spent, right? So I don't see what the issue is. But you got businesses have a get to choose who they want their target audience to be as well. And it wasn't black men like Jay-Z at the time. So what? And also, congratulations, you played yourself. Because Jay-Z took their nasty disposition, called them out for being racist, Switched over to another brand, Ace of Spades. Bought it up, turned it into his own, and recently allowed that business to be also purchased by another major brand. I feel like it was Louis Vuitton. Uh, the LVHM, the LVMH brand. The Louis Vuitton, um, Louis Vuitton Maison House type thing. I can't think of it right now. So we're not gonna judge me on that. Um, my point is this, Jay-Z took an item that was overpriced, transferred to another item that was equally overpriced, but now he had ownership and he shifted, he decided where he wanted to be positioned in his market. Instead of viewing himself as a consumer, he started viewing himself as a producer and said, okay, cool, so you don't want to produce expensive champagne for rich black men, fine, don't worry about it, go home, check on the kids, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make sure that rich people have the best champagne in the world. <laughs> my boy did exactly that all I'm telling you to do is figure out where you stand in your market from a production or a consumption standpoint if this is your favorite store to shop in why not pick up some of the favorite things that you like about them to go out into your business or your experience and count you know on the contrary if there are things that you see in your business and other businesses that you hate use that as an example of what not to do in your business and operate accordingly. So take this time, do your research, figure out what are your clients shop, what is your customer base shop, why do they shop there? People know Target is already priced. It is, it's the same goods and services that you can get at CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Rite Aid, grocery store or whatever they're not selling anything so phenomenal or exclusive that you can only shop at market what they did figure out is that if we have a consistent environment consistent customer service consistent pricing amazing visuals inside of our store we're connecting with um with brands and products for people of color we are addressing men we are doing as much as we can to address our customer base They'll continue to come back to us because of the loyalty we create to them and therefore they create to us. That's what happens when you mind the business that pays you. Target said, I don't want to be a low cost provider like Walmart. Mm -mm. 
way too much goes down at Walmart. No, thank you. We're not going to have those issues there. And, you know, honestly, the things that you see recorded at Walmart are not always the things that you see recorded at Target. I can assume that there are a lot less fights at Target than there are at Walmart. That's just my opinion. You do your research. But understand that where you position yourself in the market, you're either going to look like your competitors or you won't. I can tell you one thing. If you're staying at home, doing nothing, winning at mediocrity, no one is going to care where you are in the market. The person who has to care the most is you. The person who has to work the most until they can scale out and have other people working for them is also you. So take some time. Get comfortable with yourself. Think about where it is you want to be with your business. How how you want to do these things. Um, And don't put any pressure on yourself. Allow this research to help you build your price point. Allow this research to help you build your um, your hours, your operations, your procedures of engagement. How are you interacting with people? Can you duplicate that experience? I just got mad all over again. Sorry that I just... <laughs> I got to switch gears. And I'm only going to stay here for just a second. To all of my people who are building small businesses, please, for the love of God, get an employee handbook. Get a company manual. Make this for yourself. You have to be able to duplicate your experience. You have to be able to, you need enough awareness to see your experience from the top down that you can write it down. What are you doing to make money? Because if you expect to scale, you need to be able to transfer this knowledge from yourself to someone else, to your right-hand man, your assistant, your VA, whoever it is. You need to be able to transfer your thoughts over. Your actions need to be able to be duplicated. Therefore, you are going to need a manual that will highlight all of your legal processes, your hiring, your firing, your your activity, and your standard operating procedures. Understand what you do and why you do it, because guess what? When you can articulate that, guess what happens? You will find your process, you can scale your business, and you can really build profits. And and in some cases, like one of my mentors, she's doubling her businesses physically. She started out in one location, moved to another, and is opening three more. Shout out Dr. Papa because she was able to duplicate her experience. She ran her business like a corporation. I know people want to enjoy the idea of being a small business, and you know, it's just me, and it's so unique, and I'm so special. But if you can't do the same thing twice, what are you doing? If you can't duplicate it with expected results, what are you doing? You can't translate this information to anybody. What are you doing? You're making it up as you go. You're winning at mediocrity. So, if you need help with your employee handbooks, tell me. Come to my websites. Go to Blush Biz Online and figure out what you don't know. Set up a consultation with me. I am not here on this podcast to give you all these free gems for you to go play yourself when you close your phone. I'm not. I'm not going to waste your time, and you're not going to waste mine. We're coming together to build for a reason. Get strategized, organized, duplicate your process, and build. That's it. Okay. So I'm all done. Woosah. I got that off my chest. I'm not angry at anybody. No shade, no drama.
<laughs> but I say all of these things because in business there are we need to be empowered mentally and physically to get to the task we need to be able to think and understand where we are and how we're doing things and why we're doing what we're doing inside of our business and we need to be able to duplicate our process in order to grow these three things that i talked about today are essential to your growth understand where your market positioning is figure it out go do your research the cool thing about it is the more research you do about yourself and your business the less fear you'll have because you'll see other people have been doing it and you can learn from their mistakes or piggyback off of their success. It's all good. You wouldn't be the first person to do it. And then duplicating your business. Obviously, they were able to duplicate it. If you go duplicate it, so you see it's happening. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Have a good time enjoying your business. This is not some big daunting experience that's going to ruin your life could actually be the one thing that you need. So I really want you to address this the right way, intentionally, with awareness, with action. Do it. So I leave you with all of that. I feel like I said 10 trillion words in the last 15 minutes or so. Whatever, I hope you caught a gym. You can watch this podcast over and over and over until all of this stuff seeps into your spirit. Um, it's available on YouTube. Look up Blush Biz MGMT. Subscribe to my page. That'll let you know where I'm at. You can listen to it um, on any streaming platform from Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Breaker. I mean, there's so many different ways. Player FM. There's so many ways to listen to this podcast. Figure out what works best for you. Share it with your business bestie. Share it with your friend who always talks about wanting to start a business but hasn't. They need to hear this shit. Um, and check back in with me. If there are things you want to talk about, things you need to learn about, things you want to hear, you want advice on, send me a DM. You can catch me on Energy Is Currency Pot on Instagram or Facebook. And um, I'm mba.lexi.show on Instagram as well. Hit a play up. Tell me where your thoughts are. If you love my show, tell me. If you hate my show, tell me. But do it in a way that won't get you cursed out. Um, and have a good day, y'all. That's all I got to say. Have a great day. Create great energy. Get big profits. And mind your business, personally and professionally. This is Lexi signing off. Have a great day. Bye.